Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're stepping back into mini-RPGs with a game called Runaway Hirelings. In Runaway Hirelings, players take on the roles of people who have been hired by adventurers to follow them into the dungeon and carry their stuff. Unfortunately for these hapless souls, their adventurers die midway through the adventure, and they're forced to find their own way out of a dungeon full of deadly traps and horrible monsters, without any of the skills that someone would normally need to traverse these dangers. Runaway Hirelings is short, silly, and a lot of fun. Before we get to the episode this week, I want to remind you we've got a couple exciting things coming up on Twitch. The first is the A Woman With Hollow Eyes debrief episode on Wednesday at 7.30pm Central Time. Then at Thursday at 7pm Central Time, we have another episode of TPK with JPC. I want to remind everyone that Gen Con events are open for registration right now, and OneShot has a lot of great panels and shows for you to catch this year. To get a list of everything the OneShot Network is doing at Gen Con, head to bit.ly slash osngencon. That's all lowercase on the OSN Gen Con. That'll be a full list of everything we're doing, along with links over to the event pages. I recommend registering as soon as you can. OneShot events have the tendency to sell out very quickly. Though, even if they do sell out, you can show up with generic tickets, and if we can fit you, we'll definitely get you into the room. As always, a huge thanks to everyone who supports us through Patreon. We had an update to our Patreon secret archive recently with part of a panel that we did at Gen Con in 2017. I hope everyone enjoys that. Dicebackers, our distributors, have your addresses and the dice, so you should be getting those relatively soon. With all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up is my love, Mel Fox. Hi. Hey, baby. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, We're playing Runaway Hirelings. Oh, are we? Which means the question that I have for you is if you could have a servant follow you around like a peasant, what would you want their specialty to be? My first choice mm-hmm. would be s- someone that could search for traps. Okay. Just and, and like you feel like in your real regular life, that's the most oh, useful. Oh boy. Regular life. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Is great. that not, or was the question was you were looking for a regular life? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. So like I thought you in, were talking about our, the game. No, in our real Can we world, try this again? No, I feel like you're sort of locked into somebody who helps you look for traps. Well, that's awfully rude. Let's see if Liz Anderson, our next guest. You mean your vape lord? My- <laughs> for the listeners at home, we found their stashes of vapes. Her, her dankness herself, uh, Liz Anderson. Liz, we are still playing Runaway Hirelings. Yeah. If you could have like a servant type person follow you around in, in IRL, what would you want their specialty to be? Probably the thing that I need the most is just someone to give me self-confidence. I just need someone like to a hype, like, like a hype. I, I, I kind of a hype man or just someone to say like ease my anxiety a little bit. Just a little person to come and say, hey, hey, it's okay to send that text. And if it's not okay, if things don't work out, it's a learning experience. Thank you, hype man. Okay, all right. I, you know that that seems like a decent poll to me. Yeah, um, uh, which makes me wonder what our final guest, Zach Mast. Zach, first of all, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing great, James. Yeah, he how didn't are you say doing? my love, Liz, or my love, Zach Mast. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I'm a little lonely over here, yeah. but uh, otherwise I'm doing <laughs> the well. Far end of the okay. Table. I too have a vape, so <laughs> I'm doing great. Well, how lonely can you be, Zach? Same question to you. If mm. you were to have a sort of peasant servant type figure follow you around, what would you want their specialty to be? 
Uh, I think maybe it's a little like Liz's where it would boost my self-confidence, but mm-hmm. I would have my servant uh, just take care of first impressions for me. Ooh. So they'd go up to someone, you know, and get to meet them and say, hello, I'm, well, they'd introduce themselves as, as Zach Mast. And then they they have my, you know, exact uh, personality ingrained in them. Uh, and then if it goes well, then they turn the conversation in. over to me. But if it doesn't go well, then uh, we never have to see that person again, and they don't even recognize me, so they can't but that's not... <laughs> talk shit about me. Wait, what? <laughs> right? It's like a clone of you. So yeah, I'm curious. No, I mean they don't. They don't. It can't be a clone because he. The part of the point is he doesn't want them to know what he looks like. Right. right. Mm. Okay. So I guess one of my questions about this process, and I'm sorry, Zach, that yours is the only one that I'm sort of stopping to question the the premise of. Uh, no, no, no sure, you, I know. It's such a great idea no, that we have you, to drill down. How do you make that transition? How do you like slide and go, that was my servant. I'm the real Zach Mass. <laughs> <laughs> how does that how do you foresee that going? That well that's up to the servant, right? Uh because <laughs> depending on how the conversation is going, they will know just the right way to bring this up to the person. So they're they're just like, Hey, I gotta stop you. I know you think you've been like talking to a really interesting, engaging person. I'm a yeah. fraud. No, no, no. I think the they'd say... The real me is over there. I think they'd say more like, uh, well, if you thought this was fun, wait till you find out <laughs> oh, the real no. me. Oh, and then no. I kind of swoop in. <laughs> but, Zach, doesn't that set you up to like, like you then have to really be better than that servant that you sent in? No, well, like I said, the, the servant has my personality. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've instilled it in him over years. So it's, it's, you know, the banter, the rhythm of our conversation will be exactly the same, just as smooth. Uh, it's just now they have to understand that they're talking to me instead of my incredibly handsome servant. Your surrogate, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, with that, we, we've introduced our players uh, and we've introduced something of the concept of this game. Runaway Hirelings is a uh, smaller RPG that's that's only about 40 pages long um, and uh, with a lot of really cool art in those uh, 40 pages. So it's a nice lean volume. Uh, but lean meat. It is a game about uh, the sort of accompaniment that heroes hire when they go into dungeons and like real old school Dungeons and Dragons. A big part of the game was peasants that you would hire for a fraction of your treasure to accompany you in the dungeon to do things like carry the treasure that you pull out of it. Uh, Sometimes you just send them walking down hallways in case they were trapped and things like that. So runaway hirelings, the concept is that you have gone into a dungeon and the heroes uh, that you were accompanying have all died. And so now you are stuck in this incredibly dangerous death trap uh, and you have to get out um, and also have money so that the trip was worthwhile. Um, So that's what you guys are doing. um, And that's what we're playing. Um, And the first step for this game is establishing what this dungeon is. Um, So the first question. Sounds like James's job. (laughs) Well, this is this is actually uh, something that I get to ask you guys. What? Uh, first question is: <laughs> This is work. I know. No. I mean, the, the, all these it's games almost, are work. No, yeah. most games James has to do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first question is: What do you guys think is the name of this place? Throw out any idea that sort of inspires you. It's a dungeon, or a castle, or or a cave system. It's. It's a place where someone might want to hide a vast fortune and Ooh. has 
You know what's always cool is those dungeons that are like living things. Ooh. You know, so like a giant whale. Yeah. Or, is that uh, a thing? Is it so? So yeah. is it like a giant whale? Are, are you in a giant whale or are you in a different living creature? I do like the idea of you guys being inside a living Ooh. organism. Uh, the inside of a dragon? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh yeah. yeah. A sleeping dragon. We're in the inside of a sleeping dragon. Oh, and, oh we, we can't wake it up because then it'll start digesting. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it'll burn us alive well, while we're inside oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As the, the fire swirls around The us. dragon's named after someone we know. <laughs> the dragon is named after someone we know. Now we are on to something. <laughs> what is the name of this dragon? Oh, well, you know what? You know what? You are... We're saying you got coffee with Stephen Kropa today, and Stephen Kropa. Kropa is perfect. Okay, and Stephen Kropa, you know he's like a dragon in real life, anyway. Yeah. Like he's he's just a big old snuggly dragon. Stephen Kropa, big old snuggly dragon. And I also Hufflepuff want to make sure is that enough. You're sitting at a table with so so this dragon that you've snuck in like Kropa Gore. <laughs> yeah, Kropa Gore, I think is good. Um, Kropa Gore the dragon. How did y'all get inside Kropa Gore? Portal? Well, we followed someone else into it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, so mm-hmm. it, it's like, so it does ask how, how you got there. So uh, I guess the question that it is like, did you have to climb a mountain to get to Kropagor? Did you have to hide yourself in like a flock of sheep to get eaten so that you could go into his digestive <gasps> system? That was very funny. Did we, did we climb in? Every dragon's got a blowhole, right? Because he has to fan the oxygen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every dragon yeah. has a blowhole. Right. It's more of a suck hole because it's it's got to get the oxygen. Where's it, the dragon's blowhole? Please, oh, please it's, suck it's hole. In the top. Let's yeah. let's use the scientific <laughs> yeah. terminology. Where's the dragon's suck hole? Kind of in the it's in the top. It's it's you know it's upwards. It, it's upwards <laughs> and it's into the back so it can kind of come through the hole. Suck what? It air. sucks in air because so, it got a fan. It's like a bellows, you know. It's got a fan. Yeah, if the, the fire is coming out of its mouth, it's got to be drawing in air. The fire from doesn't somewhere. come out of the mouth. It comes out of jets underneath the tongue. Well, I I, I mean, even so, Zach is proposing. We came in the suck hole. Fine. Zach, Zach is proposing. We that came in the suckle. <laughs> we came in the suckle. We came in the suckle. Boy, wow, that's getting worse and worse the more we say. We came from behind. We came in the suckle. So the answers to wow, these this first was... two questions are: What is the name of this place? Kropagor. And how did we get in there? The suckle. We came in it. Just so you. Look, and James explained that this game is rated PG to PG-13. PG to PG-13. And we've now made it NC-17 <laughs> within five Immediately. minutes, Liz. Uh, I'm just repeating what James said. I, I have a suggestion for how we got in the dragon's lair. Suck hole? How did you get in Other the lair? I mean, once we got there, we climbed into the suck hole. Don't right. get me wrong. Um, but the way you get in there without being detected is, I think we disguised ourselves in gold pots. Oh, okay. So and you disguised us, yourself And let ourselves like be as... stolen by the dragon, sure. dropped us in the lair, we waited till he was sleeping, and then we came in the suck hole. So the question <laughs> that I then have for you is, why would adventurers want to go here? Clearly, you could have just gone in disguised as treasure and like stayed with the treasure, but there's a specific reason that your team of adventurers decided to venture forth towards that suck hole and, and climb on in there. So what is the special uh, to thing? To come on in there. Uh. <laughs> what is the special thing that's 
only can be gotten by going inside the dragon by coming into that circle. Um, well, we had to rec- recover something, right? Yeah. Maybe uh, ooh, maybe another person. Ooh. In there. So are we like all the party of this one hero? Uh, or multiple so, heroes. Uh, I mean, it's up to you guys. What would you prefer? Would you prefer that, like, hey, you know, we're we're all the squires of a single knight, or there's a party of heroes who, you know, you are each companions to like one of them? I think it's probably a small party. I mean, okay, I know who my hero was, and it was a bard. Okay, so oh. a bard can't go into a suck hole alone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So so yeah, a small party of heroes brought you guys here. Mm-hmm. Good, we've got that, and uh, it's going to be dealing with like uh, gross organic things. Uh, so <laughs> the scene opens: interior dragon, and it's going to be a long <laughs> The walls around you, and I do say that with quotes uh, because it is, you know, just sort of like shiny, squicky, moving flesh are dark. And really, do you guys have a torchbearer in the group? Mm. Even better! Great! Um, The walls around you can barely be seen. Smoldering on the ground are the fallen torches of the adventurers that you had accompanied into the belly of this beast. They have been torn asunder by one of the maniacal traps that this dragon has placed inside its own body. You are a poor group of hirelings who were accompanying these adventurers because this is simply the best job prospect you had. Now you are left inside the belly of this creature with no map, with no idea how to return home, and the knowledge that you are surrounded by different death traps. Some just a natural part of this dragon's biology. Some intentional things the dragon has put inside its body to dissuade prying adventurers from prying treasures from its beautiful guts. Kropagor is a crafty and vicious dragon. (laughs) And he will punish you if you're discovered, or so you think. With that, I want you guys to introduce yourselves, introduce the characters that you're going to be portraying. And we'll start with your first character because your second character will only come up uh, when your first character dies. If. Sure, if. If. Let's, uh, yeah, wow. We'll, wow. we'll be generous about it and say if. <laughs> it's not if, it's oh, when. No, it's wow. if. Um, Liz, let's start with you. Uh, my first character is the fool. Uh, speciality, you are the one who makes people laugh and the one who can jump and spin and twirl. What a spry one you are. Very useful <laughs> in the finding of a treasure. My fool is taking the form of a very sickly child. Uh, I go by the name of Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> <laughs> And under the part where it says quirks, I wrote coughing. Uh, and the thing about Lawrence Olivier <laughs> is that it's a very ten- I- I'm a very tenacious young boy who has just followed this party because he just loves to belong and loves to make people laugh. But he's very, very ill with something that no one knows exactly what it is. All we know is that he's dying. Uh, but Lawrence Olivier is- has a sprightly heart and a, a great attitude. So we know at least it's not in the heart unless the disease is sprightly disease, (laughs) which is really affecting his heart. 
Um, great. Uh, Zach, what about your character? Uh, I am playing the Chronicler. Mm-hmm. Specialty, you are the one who knows the traditions and language of those who live here and the legends of those who have come before. What a strange knowledge hoarder you are. <laughs> so I'm sort of wearing two monocles that are fashioned into a single pair of spectacles. <laughs> great. <laughs> so much harder. They're, they're like... Uh, Two different monocles. Yeah, yeah. No, they're both kind of <laughs> draped, and they're. But then I, I kind of I fasten them together with uh, with a twig. Great. And uh, uh, my name is uh, Lancer Wichita MFA. <laughs> uh, what does Lancer beyond the? I, I'm picturing Lancer is like having those suede elbow patches. Yeah, they are suede. Yeah, they're. Yep. On what? Um, hmm. Sweet elbow patches on one. Uh, well, I'm wearing uh, a chainmail <laughs> blazer <laughs> with suede elbow pages. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know, I, I have to. I, I'm on an adventure, so I have to protect myself. <laughs> yes, of course. Great, great. Um, Hun, what about you? What is, uh, what is your character? So, um, my first and probably only character, let's be honest, uh, I am the trap poker. My specialty is you are the one that probes and prongs for traps. With your metal stick, you can discover or disarm the dangerous devices of this dungeon. What a tinkerer you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Nugget. Oh. And I used to work for Pork Chop. Great. <laughs> Pork Chop was a glamour bard. Mm. So everything I wear is absolutely fabulous. Uh, but I am also an orc, so I am nowhere near the size of a nugget. Uh, oh. I, I, we could I, choose. I just assumed we were. I didn't know we could be other other things. <laughs> we could be whatever. Okay, cool. Um. My, my specific purpose for being that big originally was because Pork Chop isn't that into walking. Yeah. So Porkchop likes to ride on my shoulders, or oh. liked to ride on my shoulders. So you're you're something of a mount. I guess so. To, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Cool. So I I think uh do the like faint and dying torchlight uh it's sort of reflected off of Nugget's uniform, Nugget's Nugget's outfit, uh, which is like. You know the embers of it are are faintly illuminating the wall as those embers die out. It's somewhat of a blessing that uh, those embers are starting to die out because it's hiding uh, the blood and gore that was once your strong companions, who you were sure would guide you through this place safely. Um, but now you are alone. Uh, who would like to enter the next room first? Uh, one of the ways this game works is uh, you enter the next room uh, and the person who decides to do that actually gets a, a, a bonus for it. So it could be very good for you. You will get a flail point. Oh, how ironic. Inside a dragon and no fire to light our way. <laughs> Your eye observations are always so timely. Oh, I wouldn't call them wry. They're more wizened in my view. Wry, wizened views plus humor times time equals (coughs) wry. (laughs) Your child sounds 80 years old. (laughs) I know. Hold on, let me try this. (laughs) Go on. 
<laughs> there we go. I got there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe no I need to call me so. We're yes. all equals here. I don't think so. I am a minor. I can't vote yet, but you should go ahead of me. Vote. None of us can vote. We're all peasants. Vote to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh good. I'm glad that we've established Jesus in this universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. What a hit. <laughs> don't give me any of that hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. Uh, uh, you're, we're due for a metaphysics lesson every time we get out of this dragon. Oh, you keep on promising me that. We'll see. Um. So, Zach, uh... You being the person in charge of moving to the next room uh, makes the discovery move yours. Uh, so in order to do this, you will be rewarded with one flail point. Um, and you can take one of those gray chips to denote that flail point. But I will need you to either name this room or introduce a problem that can be sensed. Let's name this room. What name are you going to give this room? And I think we are just in the... Large intestine. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so like a video game level, there, there's sort of a panning shot. It, it's low light, but, you know, obviously the audience can understand what's going on of this room. Uh, and we, we just see different angles and like in glowing gold text underneath. It says the large intestine. Chris. <laughs> um, ah, this is intestinus. Maximus. You mean the large intestine? The large okay. intestine, yes. I'm trying to practice my Latin here, so... Uh, Kishu, is, that what, is that what that was? Well, I, I think so, oh. according... I mean, according to books. I mean, of all languages you could choose in this fantasy world, Latin is a pretty narrow scope for no, you. No, I know, I know. It's a dead language. You don't have to remind me. Well, no, me. it's a basis for all romantic languages. It's just that you could start an entirely new language here. It's just it's the choices that you make you have to apply to the rest of your life. I'm trying to revive conversational Latin because... <laughs> As he says that, his voice rises a little bit. And uh, it echoes off of the walls, um, but you hear in the distance like a sort of squelchy noise um, that you can't quite figure out what it might be. It is dark. The large intestine could be quite dangerous. Please tell me, how are you going to navigate through here, especially considering no one here is a torchbearer, <laughs> and light is kind of beyond your reach. I think this might be Nugget's job. Okay. Ooh, the what? trap poker. Yeah. Because so... it's my specialty. <laughs> Prod the inside of a dragon. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to poke my way through the room. Okay. Uh, so, Nugget, you are poking your way through uh, mm -hmm. the room, and... Because you are doing stuff and this stuff happens to be your specialty, in order for this to be successful, it's not going to cost you anything. And I will need you to either tell us about the last time you successfully did this somewhere else, uh, tell a short tale of someone who, someone else who has done this before, according to local legend, describe your technique and who taught you how to do this, or Describe the worst case scenario and how failing this would end terribly. <laughs> oh, no. mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, worst case scenario here. Um, boy, you know, we're inside of a dragon. Kind of a bummer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to poke around and look for traps and, you know, maybe 
I'd hit something that explodes, because there's fire all around us, technically. Or, um, you know, I might perforate his intestine. We could all die of acid. Nugget, that was a real downer, I gotta admit. Oh, sorry, I've been doing this for a while, so I'm a little hardened against the trials and tribulations of traps. Well, that's okay. You've been poking inside dragons for a while? No, I've just poked a lot of things. So, uh, oh. not necessarily inside. Well, I've never poked anything <laughs> in my life. <laughs> well, it's pretty satisfying if you like it. I mean, mm, you can try it, it out. It seems sometimes. intrusive. Uh, it depends what. If it's like a mushroom, it's like, ah, well, it's, you can use a poke. That's how you spread the spores. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. That's an important function to. Stop to trying pop- to teach me. You're not my dad. <laughs> Stop it. Nugget, let's go! Alright, poke, 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 poke. <laughs> squelch, squelch, squelch. So, uh, you poke your way along, um, and because the danger level of this room was actually quite low, that's all you need to navigate through this section of the large intestine. Oh, um, yeah! Thanks to uh, their handy stick, uh, <laughs> Nugget is able to navigate you through what could have been some of the hairier pitfalls of this dungeon, including several quicksand-like areas. I say like because there's no sand in here. Ooh, um, what is it? And uh, uh, The hernias. As, <laughs> as Nugget mentioned before, areas where gouts of flame will just blast from the wall, searing different areas in front of you, though blessedly providing a little bit of light that helps you navigate. Um, and thanks to the sure hand of Nugget, uh, you make it through to a sphincter type area. Uh, <laughs> the doors are sphincter. <laughs> where oh, no. you'll be able to go onto the next room. Um, since you're here, uh, who wants to try Discovery? I would like to. Okay. I would like to try Discovery. Lawrence Olivia, he is a. a He's grown rather brave over the course of this adventure because as a child, he has no sense of his own mortality, for one. And Mm -hmm. second of all, he has seen his hero die. He was attached to a brave knight who may or may not have been his father. (laughs) And he was going to tell him at the correct time that (laughs) he was going to, you might be my dad, and here's a picture of my mom. But now that he's died, I'm a little bit of a loss of what to do now, so... You know, fatalism really gets the best of you in time like this, so I'm going to go to the next door. All right. So the thing that I will need from you for a discovery is to either name this room or introduce a problem that can be sensed. Hmm. Does the problem have to be the dragon itself? Or? No, anything. Uh, so there can even be civilizations of people that live inside this dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no limitation on what you might find here. Um, I would say the sky's the limit, but Kropagor's the limit. As, <laughs> I would say that the problem here is probably a puzzle Ooh, that we have to solve. Okay. Um, Make me a puzzle, James. Make me a puzzle. Yeah, James <laughs> frantically Make tries to invent a puzzle. a puzzle. Or like some kind of like uh, not dangerous thing, but more like. Uh, no, it's a, it's a, it's a complicated a, but, ra- but logical <laughs> and uh, efficient puzzle. Yep. <laughs> A complicated but logical and real puzzle. Um, so I think uh, what happens is I'm, Lawrence squirms his way through the sphincter um, into the next room, uh, and you you hear a big 
noise. And you can see in front of you lit by bioluminescent bacteria that's inside the large intestine, a massive wall of shifting stones. Um, And they appear to have intricate carvings on them, but nothing makes sense about this carving. It's as if it's all out of order. Um, Or if it's all in Latin. (laughs) Mm. Or as if it's all in Latin. Let me roll the threat of this room real quick. Okay. Well, this turned around on me real hard. um, uh, Lawrence Lawrence calls to the others to let them know what's going on. I stick my head back to the sphincter. Hey, guys, there's nothing dangerous over on this side, but there's all these uh, whirling bioluminescent like glowy things and they look like words and they're kind of English but sometimes they look like Italian and sometimes they look like you know French and it looks like they're all the root of something but I don't know what it is you guys I need help solving this puzzle the root of something you say (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, are are there any U's or do they all kind of look like V's they all kind of look like I can't read a whit of it. A vast, my time to shine. Did you just say a vast? <laughs> no. Why? You know, you said that. I didn't. Are you a ship captain? Did you just say that to have something to say? I come through the sphincter. <laughs> uh, Lawrence pulls pulls himself through the sphincter, um, o- awaiting their companions. My God, my Jesus Christ. No, my Jesus Christ. I have my own Jesus Christ. You have your own Jesus Christ. I forget you're Protestant. Yeah, that's right. Everyone is a different sect of Christianity, Christianity. in this party. Uh, Nugget uh, worms their way through the sphincter as well, um, leaving you all in front of this shifting wall of bioluminescent Latin phrases uh, that are still out of order and and don't appear to make sense. Uh, At this point, um, they're all out of order, but they don't seem to make sense. But that's the beauty of Latin. The order of the words don't matter. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> no, uh, well... Uh, no, I think there's still a sentence structure in Latin. Well, there's some sentence structure. Okay, can somewhere. you read this? Okay, um, so <laughs> one Tell thing... Tell me the syntax uh, can of we, it. <laughs> can we give uh, Liz a gray chip? Because she did discover this new room. Um, the other thing uh, that can happen, Zach... Uh, right now, it appears that, you know, your specialty of knowing different languages might come in handy here. You can either choose to succeed at this task because it's your specialty, or you can choose to fail at it uh, in order to get more flail points. Flail points will ultimately help you uh, further down the road, um, but it could place you and your companions in danger should you fail this task. Are the gray chips... That those are flail points. Um, Everybody is at fifteen gold to start. Your gold in this game is your hit points. Um, uh If you run out of gold, you you will die. Oh well, okay. Um, I think uh, I'll choose to succeed it. All right. So then I'm going to need you to uh, do one of the. uh, It's my specialty prompts. 
Okay, so I can choose one of them. Oh, uh, yeah, actually. Or actually, you, ooh, have to, you have to mark off the one that. That's true. It, right? I do have to mark off, and and because it's my specialty has been used, it is going to either cost you one flail point or two gold, uh, in order to continue on with this. Or wait, is it? No, no, that's no, only if is it uh, only if the specialty has been chosen. So. I, wait, did I, I really I, just pimp Zaga? No, <laughs> I, I think I, I think what this is, James, is that. Uh, so we we have four choices here, right? And each mm. time one of its used, it gets eliminated. Oh, okay. And so when we run through all four, then anytime we do a task, we can choose one of the four. But if we decide to do that, then we have to spend one flail point or two gold. That makes sense. So uh, because the one that has been done already is how this could go terribly, the other prompts are what, what you've got to work with. Right. I didn't know that I would be doing I mean, hey, it could be good. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, well, let's see. Um, I'll, I'll do describe your technique and tell us who taught you how to do this. Please do. All right. All right see now, now, Lawrence, listen, listen closely, okay? How uh, do I learn? Uh, translating Latin is uh, is very simple. All right. Yeah. Now, now, uh, I learned this. Uh, nobody taught me because, of course, Latin is a dead language. But uh, there's there's a lot of literature on the topic. Uh, uh, so I, I'm a self-taught man, okay? Uh, so, but uh, from what I gather, uh, all you have to do is, is, is so, so see this word here, okay? Yeah. The uh, <laughs> Domingo, uh, all right? Uh, Domingo, yeah. Uh, that comes from uh, 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 domi- Domini, Domines, uh, uh, but yeah. it's the uh, it's the ablative uh, yeah. plural yeah. declension, yeah. see? Yeah, declension, uh, yeah. So then that means that uh, it means a, a two or towards something. Towards something. Uh, so Four th- hours <laughs> later. Nugget is asleep. <sighs> so, so, so far we have... Uh, Towards God oh, I go. All right, but so now we go <laughs> towards. To the... They figured out pretty quickly, but the other ones, God I go, boy well, howdy. God has a lot of root words, and what we discover, there are different types of God. You know, the real God, which one God we're talking about? Well, uh, obviously it's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Lord. we know it's our mutual God. Jesus our mutual Christ. God, not your Jesus or my Jesus, but. Uh, uh, there's different but kinds of Jesus. The, the ancient Latin's Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so now we have four more words. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and one is, is of course, uh, uh, escalare, escalares, which is... Uh, going up. <laughs> which means, yes, going Going up, yes, but of course uh, now we look at the declension. Do you no, remember? We have, no, that means we have, we have walk up. We have to walk up the <laughs> stairs. There are stairs somewhere. We have to go up them. That's what it means. I think while you guys were having this conversation about the Latin, there is literally stairs next to these shifting stones full of Latin <laughs> phrases. Uh, right, 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 right. There. Oh, okay, so, so. Uh, so, this is uh, the nominative form, so it means uh, climb the stairs towards God you go. It was you go, not I go. I'm sorry. It was unclear based so on the context. what does that mean? Do we just go up the stairs? Do you have to do anything? I think it says go up the stairs and then just uh, force some religious flair. They said uh, it's towards God. Oh. Nugget! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, 
We have to go up the stairs. Oh, oh okay, okay. Um, and it's very fortunate that Nugget was awoken because we the, the threat of this room was also one. The dice have been very kind to you, oh. and you only need to do one thing to overcome the threat of this room. Uh, the the, the thing we needed to overcome up. was each other. <laughs> yeah, the threat was. The threat was there are some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's Latin to tell you to climb them. <laughs> I really I really do like that. Like instead of like the universal like stairway up symbol or something like that, it's no towards God, God you, you climb. Um, hun, yep. you are now in charge of this discovery because I want to give you the chance to get a flail point. So as you climb the stairs, as Nugget climbs the stairs peeks their head uh, through the threshold into the next room. Uh, you can either name this room or introduce a problem that can be sensed. This room is called the colon. The colon. <laughs> We're going <laughs> backwards. Wait. <laughs> oh, no. Or, or, or are we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's circular. <laughs> oh, no. This is poor dragon. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> this poor dragon is very sick. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. very sick to have. I mean, stairs that they had installed. I'm going to come up with a threat of this room. Okay, so uh, here uh, again, the the golden text at the bottom of the screen comes up, um, and we enter the colon, um, which we which we did which we reached by coming in the suck hole. <laughs> Um, in one end and out the other. As uh, coming in the suck hole. <laughs> <laughs> for those for your elocution lessons. That's coming a, in the, the suck, suck hole. hole. <laughs> uh, Reaching the colon. <laughs> we look around this room and we can see towers made out of gnarly flesh and bones. Oof. It looks like the skin around here has started to grow and encompass different towers of bones. And the reason you can see this is because scattered throughout these large uh, sort of conal mounds, lumpy conal mounds with Oof. jagged jutting pieces of bones uh, from yeah. dead creatures uh, that have been colon. piled up in this colon around it. Uh, you can see small firelights. Firelights? Yeah, there's there appear to be tiny fires off in the distance around these sort of towers of bones. It's like a, a cave bog. Yeah, a bog. That's a cave. I'm worried about mm. this dragon's like intestinal health because, like, if that's what's in the colon, he's not digesting very well. Well, to be fair, the the bone bones a hard thing to digest. Like, that's that's true. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, this dragon must be at least 400 years old That's when you have to start getting regular exams I, I heard something about a thing called fiber Oh, yeah, that a, I don't fun. know, my bard was telling me Guys, about fiber you yes. ever wondered, like, why do we keep on doing this? Because, yeah, well, my purpose of coming on was Kind of splayed all over the teeth of the dragon when he fell on one of those big holes when he got chomped. So I don't know why we keep on going. Listen, Lawrence, you have to get what? over your father, okay? You Stop trying to teach me! <laughs> 
Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't have any wisdom to share with you. I'm not. I'm not just the slightly older than your father was anyway, and never had a son of my own to teach. And by the way, that's sarcasm. Do you know what sarcasm is? I do. Did you? You left your son. You abandoned your son. Is no, I've I've never had a son. But you just said you. I As said their voices rise <laughs> arguing nugget you can notice that the firelights that you see in the distance slowly like one starts to wink out and then the others fall out until you are left once more in darkness oh geez what do you do oh boy uh we might be in trouble in here. This seems a lot more spooky than the other rooms. Wait, Nugget, what's happening? Uh, well, all the lights went out, first of all. Not sure if you noticed that. Oh, no. I, I climbed to the top of Nugget because he's much taller than me. <gasps> oh, oh, no! Yeah, it's got real spooky all of a sudden. Oh, no! What are we supposed to do? All the lights are going out. Uh, well, I guess I'll do what I do best. Just start poking stuff. Oh, Nugget, only if you want to. <laughs> We are all men of our own accord with our own destinies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, do I hear that right? Is Nugget going to be uh, poking around? It seems like. And the question that I have for, uh, for you is, is Nugget going to succeed? Because poking around for traps is Nugget's specialty. Or are you going to fail in order to get more flail points? I think I'll try to succeed. We've got more questions, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. It's not costing you anything to succeed yet. God, what could happen to us if we fail, though? Um, So if you fail, um, the consequences are that you are going to lose 1d6 minus 1 gold. Uh, You will, in its place, gain a flail point. And I will tell you what sort of danger you have uh, gotten yourself into. I'm going to go ahead and succeed this time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell a short tale of someone who has done... Wait. Yes. I'm going to tell a short tale of someone who's done this before, according to local legend. Okay. Uh, My bard survived this horrible place. It was kind of like this bone room. It reminded me of this a lot. But uh, uh, Porkchop, amazing glamour bard. He survived... They survived... The Tomb of Annihilation. Jesus Christ. Very spooky. Don't take my Lord's name. No, it's my Jesus. It's my Jesus. Oh, okay, that's fine then. So so in my training, uh, when when I started out as a hireling, uh, Porkchop told me all about all the the kinds of traps and tricks and things we need to do to, to be safe in rooms like this and told me all about all the rooms in the Tomb of Annihilation that they survived. Wow, that's really useful, pertinent information. My dad, I mean, Knight never shared anything like that with me. Well, he should have. <coughs> Kid, imparting your knowledge on a young man is, is the greatest <laughs> honor a man can have. I'm just a fool. I just like to make people laugh. <laughs> um... <laughs> As uh, Lawrence starts their coughing fit, um, Nugget, your metal pole clangs as uh, 
a sort of spiky tentacle rolls up on itself, like in front of you, dramatically like crunching uh, bones of shattered skeletons that litter Ooh. the floor around you. Um, and after it's rolled up, um, in a few minutes, it uh, slowly starts to unroll once more. Do um, you know that your poking around has saved you uh, from this uh, nightmarish trap? But off in the distance, not too far from there, you hear shouting of unfamiliar voices uh, using an unfamiliar language. Um, and it sounds like squelchy footsteps approaching you quickly. Oh, no. What do you do? The danger roll for this room is... Higher than one. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. So you are one uh, task down to making your way through. Uh, I think one thing Nugget will do is kind of scurry off to the side and prepare to hit the exact same spot in hopes that the tentacle will wrap up anyone who gets close enough. Ooh. Uh, 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 I have a belt covered in small silver bells that I typically use for dancing and amusing my uh, my superiors. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to use that, and I'm going to take uh, like a bone that's near me, and I'm going to kind of like rig it up and put it next to the trail, and uh, so it'll ring if anyone comes by us. Ooh, okay. And do we have anything from our chronicler? Uh, I'm going to listen and see if I can discern <laughs> the language that they're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> <Cackles> the worst. <laughs> I, I kind of love it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to listen. <laughs> yes, you go. You do that. Uh, you do do your things. I'm going to do the important thing and figure out... Uh, what they're talking about. If it's Latin, I swear to God. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Latin. Like I said, <clears throat> I'm the only one trying to revive it as a language. Uh, so uh, it sounds like you're all doing stuff within your specialty. Oh, no. Um, so this this could all be a success. Um, does anybody want to do the specialty actions to do that? Or alternatively, fail in order to gain flails, which will help you down the road. I would love to flail. Oh, I would love that. Fail for a flail. Yes. Um, cool. Uh, what about you, hun? What oh, are you going to be doing? Boy. Uh, getting to the point where it seems like I should probably hold on to some flails and maybe get more. Okay, so you're also going to fail. Um, yeah. And Zach... <laughs> Are you going to succeed or fail? <laughs> I made might as well fail, right? <laughs> oh, great! Oh no! So you're you all planning it would on be failing. Very funny if you succeeded and talked them out of attack. Okay, no, you know what? I'm going to succeed because uh, it's kind of fun. Tell us about the last time you did this successfully somewhere else. So, so we will we will <laughs> come to that. Uh, let's first well, deal with the fails. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to roll the same die for both of you. Oh, rotten luck. Um, So you Mm. each lose five gold. Oh, nice. Five of your 15 gold. Oh, nice. Um, That's awfully rude. And you can answer one of these questions. How did this go from bad to, well, this looks like the end. Uh, At what point did time slow down and you realize that your plan wouldn't work? Or when have you failed before? And what gave you the idea that it would work this time? I think... 
uh, Nugget accidentally triggered the quote unquote trap too soon mm-hmm. and gave our uh, unknown people a warning that the spooky tentacles are out to get them. Okay, cool. Of the questions presented, which one do you think? We'll have it answered through Nugget's internal monologue of, you're probably wondering how I got here. (laughs) Boy, time just kind of stopped when I went to poke that spot, that same exact spot again. But it happened too soon. I hit a skull almost like Almost like playing pool. <laughs> and it just rolled a lot further than I thought it would. And it hit the, the button. Yeah, we, we cut to an above shot of uh, Nugget like pushing their metal pole across the ground. And it hits this very round skull that just rolls right into this tentacle, smashes it up. Uh, just as we see a horde of like disfigured looking mutant type creatures uh, speaking some unbelievably terrible language that that you can't quite decipher uh roll through uh we we then uh move over to uh lawrence who was just dancing there with bells no i had strung my bells uh over like a part of the path so i could know if anyone like it would ring if there was an enemy that was coming down the path but this reminds me of the last time I tried to use my bells to distract an audience. And that was the time that my first tight five didn't go over too well in the kingdom of the king. You know, I was trying out some new material about, you know, like the food and the feudalistic yeah, societies. Yeah, we're, we're going to cut right there. We're going to cut right there. All right, everyone. Uh, I hope you're having a good night tonight. Uh We've got a newcomer uh, coming up to the stage um, for open mic night uh, to please our king and our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Uh, Please put your hands together for Lawrence Olivier. Hey, everybody. Did you ever hear the one about... um, have you ever one run into the time where you have all this rule and you wish that you had a little bit of protein because you you're pretty anemic? No. <coughs> well, uh, out, do you do you want to see some dancing? You I suck. <laughs> how about how about these taxes? Am I right? Well, I'll throw the room. Do you guys like Star Wars? 
we cut back to uh, modern day as uh, we we hear the horrible groaning of these mutant creatures. Ah, oh no! It sounds ah, like the booze ah, from my first ah, type five ah, when I did a showcase it and I can never do it again. <laughs> oh no! But uh, Zach. Our chronicler has been hard at work uh, trying to <laughs> decipher uh, the voices here. And, and we still have two unused questions that, that you have for doing your specialty. Uh, so which which of those prompts did you want to use? Oh, yeah, we have one left, right? That tells yeah, us about the last time. Yeah, oh, that's true. We only, oh boy, we're down to the one already. Yep. Uh, bazinga. Because we like to live. Bazinga indeed, <laughs> Elizabeth. Mm. Bazinga indeed. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of the time I took an odyssey to oh, South America. Uh, and of course, I knew no Spanish at the time, but uh, <laughs> I decided that the best way to learn was to immerse yourself in the culture. So I showed up with, with no prior knowledge right off the airport, and uh, and I decided... What's an airport? <laughs> Says says Lawrence, who's like currently being menaced by That's one of an these airport. ghouls. An airport is where, is where you ride and you land your eagle at at a cliff face, and uh, and they take your papers, and you have to show them. You know, you go through customs and say if you carry more than ten thousand gold, you can't get through. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Getting slammed into one of these fleshy mounds. <laughs> it hurts, just not too much. Uh, and like gold is sort of jingling out of your pouch as, it's, <laughs> as you're getting bashed about. Anyway, after four to six years, I finally was able to hold a basic conversation. So now, so all the t- and now, you know, uh, it's, it's you just have to listen for context clues in their intonation. Uh, so, yeah, so then I listened to. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation. Yeah. So, Spanish. This is Spanish, I guess. No. Well, no. That was just an. Uh, that was just an example. <laughs> an example of a time when I successfully. Yeah. You realize that these ghouls are speaking Pig Latin uh, quite quickly, which is which is why it sort of wasn't didn't immediately hit your radar. Oh, oh, oh it's Pig Latin. Okay. Okay. So the. Uh, 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 our way. <laughs> It a mel sway <laughs> white quay at bay at bay here day. Ooh. Hmm. And okay, so you now, now which declension is at bay? As he's mumbling, I, I think like. One of these mutants has like a bunch of sharp bones tied around its Ooh. wrist, and it's like currently got that suspended over Lawrence's face, about to punch down. Um, but as uh, as the chronicler sort of like rattles out the last bit of the pig Latin phrase, like they all stop moving and they turn around. Atway, gay isinlay. To a email. All of the mutants stop and just turn around to look at look at you. Eway re a revelers day on a a a west quay. 
West Quay. S, yay. I way, it in day, way, say uh, Do you speak English, perchance? Yeah, we do. Great. <laughs> 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 Uh, I don't know, a, a lot of people speak English in here. <laughs> that was a big gamble that someone took real early without <laughs> needing to know that they would have to pay it off. <laughs> Huge gamble. <laughs> anyway. Any... Any... Wenny? No, speak English now. <laughs> oh, anyway. The wait, English wait, word anyway. We're oh, done with sure. that bit. <laughs> Oh, it's over. Well, we we are travelers. Uh, we are. No, I got that part. Well, we're hirelings, actually, and we lost our party. And we were just wondering if you could uh, uh, direct us toward uh, where there might be any treasure here at the Dragon. Oh, um, you know, we're not really concerned with treasure. We're mostly concerned with like flesh and meat, because uh, there's not a lot to eat here in the Dragon, but. Since you guys speak Pig Latin, we obviously don't want to eat you. Yes, we are your comrades. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Comrades. Let me go! <laughs> hey! Let him go! <laughs> um, and the mutant just sort of drops you and you fall to like a sort of a thuddy squelch on the ground. Oh, God. <laughs> ah, so, so you're a, a pack of scavengers, are you? Yeah, scavengers. <laughs> Nomads of the colon, one of the most dangerous and complicated parts in the mighty dragon Kropagar. Oh. Maybe we should ask about a way out. Yes. I feel like that no, might be a good idea. Him. They tried to kill us! <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! So, uh, uh, we came in the suck hole. Uh, he came in it! Not we sure. came in the suckle. <laughs> Not that's, sure if that's the best foreplay for the dragon. That's but, where uh, most people come in. <laughs> through the suckle. That's the common. Are you looking to exit through the suckle? Yes. Uh, is there anywhere where we might uh, be able to uh, ejaculate from this dragon? Uh, wow. Evacuate, sorry. <laughs> I meant evacuate. Yeah, if you're looking to, well, it must be night now, so if you're looking for some sort of nocturnal <laughs> evacuation, <laughs> the best way to get back through the suck hole would be to climb up one of these bone piles. You climb up the bone pile, cut through the soft tissue on the ceiling of the colon, and that will bring you closer to the suck hole where you came in. Well, is it possible to... Come out of the suck hole? Many have tried. Few have succeeded. Most waste away and turn into mutants and tie bones to their wrists so they can punch nerds who don't know how to speak pig Latin. Hey! <laughs> what? He called me a nerd. Well, you're not a nerd. You re- refuse to acquire knowledge. It's the opposite of a nerd. <laughs> I'm a jock. I'm a very sick jock. <laughs> Help me. Anyway, if you want to get out of here, the best way is to climb one of those bone piles. Oh, 
Well, that that's awfully helpful. Oh, I, do you not want to get out of here too? No, I've been changed by this place. I couldn't live on the outside. This is who I am now. A mutant who hunts down people and punches them with my bone fist for not knowing how to speak pig Latin. That's pretty narrow point of view. Do you like books or anything? No! Okay. I don't like books. I don't like acquiring knowledge. That's nerdy shit. Okay. And you should know that. Do you like basketball? Of course I like basketball. Tell me. Basketball? I mean, do you like stats? Shut up! Get out of here, 538! (laughs) Shut up! None of that Nate Silver shit. Get out of here, you piece of crap! I was gonna say, sports are just as nerdy as other hobbies. Some sick crossovers! Break some ankles! See, uh, but but admiring crossovers, you you go to baseball if you want stat shit! We play a form of basketball down here that involves tackling. (laughs) What is. Does. Concussions are a huge problem, but we ignore them. Well, you should. Uh, there's uh, if you have so many bones down here, you could probably form like a kind of helmet situation. And yeah, then... a lot of helmet to helmet contact. Well, That's uh, what our version of basketball is here. Well, anyway, you... <laughs> go, go, go the bone piles, right? We're gonna go stalk around the bone piles some more, trying to find some nerds to eat. Uh, good luck trying to get out that suck hole. Well, thank you for your blessing. Thank you, ball is life! Wow, am I glad he didn't realize that I'm a nerd? Oh, it's... <laughs> I mean, I, that's my whole thing. I mean, I'm carrying this book, a copy of Gortox the Destructive Tales of the End, and it's the, it, it's the academic edition. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that was a pretty close call. It's a good thing our quick wits and my cool jock attitude got us out of this. So you guys are faced with one of these fleshy bone piles that you have to climb up in order to reach the ceiling of the colon so you can cut your way through into a different part of Kropagor. How are you going to climb up this? You can either attempt something uh, that is not in your specialty or you can try to justify how it's within your specialty to do this, but it's still going to cost you. I was just trying to remember what it's called to Oh, it's it's called perforating your colon. That's what it's oh. called. Oh, <laughs> oh <No>. man. <laughs> I was just about to I feel like we're good. <laughs> never mind, never mind. I feel like we're good on the medical Great. sort All right, of never procedural mind. details. Uh, just trying to be helpful here. Uh <laughs> Gotta perforate you gotta do, you gotta gotta say that helpful. in your character voice. I was just trying to be I helpful. I was just trying to be helpful. I'm sorry, you guys. Well, I think I've... I don't, I've got a lot of... Aside from many entertainment purposes, we're gonna need a lot of brute strength for this one, I think. Does anyone have any weapons or anything like that? You know, all I've got is a 10-foot pole. Well, you've been using that a lot. What do you got over there? Oh, well, I just have this uh, glass bottle that... Uh... What? Well, we could cut through so many shit with that. No, I, this isn't for cutting. I've been saving it in no! case I have to put a message in it. You What? See? <laughs> what ocean? What Lincobion? Toho! Well, it doesn't have to be a, a lake. It could be a stream of some sort. God! <laughs> I mean, we're only miles from Lake 
Tahoe. I mean. <laughs> the Utah scenery has been beautiful before we got into <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Lake Tahoe in the land of Utah. <laughs> uh, Lawrence, what were you thinking with the bottle? Oh, I was just saying if we have to go through a roof, we're going to need something to cut with it. Oh, well, I guess oh. I could smash it on these bones and then cut through. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got this. My pole is made of steel, so you well, can okay. smash about anything. With oh, it. then let's do that. Oh, oh, let's do that. You were going to make me destroy my precious bottle. Uh, just... Nugget <laughs> smashes the bottle out of your hand. <laughs> oh, no. uh, how will I let future generations know of my plight? I don't know. Blog I would, it. I don't know. I would, blog it. I would suggest. I will not go into this. the arcane dark arts of blogging. <laughs> I would suggest living through this particular encounter and using that bottle to slice the ceiling open. Oh, oral history. Nugget's smart. <laughs> okay, so you've put together, you've fashioned a crude slicing device, but you still got to somehow get to the top of that bone pile. Oh, I've got not a lot that can help with climbing. I saw a ring. You did. Uh, can we just climb it? Sure. Um, though, is anybody specialty climbing? No! Well, then it looks like <laughs> you guys are going to be doing something that's not your specialty. No. You're so nimble, though. You can't board to the top of this. I, I'm spry. spry. And I don't that think that's could part. count as part of your specialty. It oh. d- depends on how you want to justify it. Because oh. read, read that specialty again. Uh, one who makes people laugh, the one who can jump and spin and twirl. Oh, oh okay. What is Brad twirl? Uh, but if I jump, spin, and twirl, how am I going to get everyone else up? Well, uh, one of the great things about this, the, the only way to pass through a room mm-hmm. is to do enough successful tasks equal to the room's threat level. Mm. Um, so I, ha- I rolled the threat level earlier, so I know how many successful tasks you still need to go in order to pass through this room. Okay. But it doesn't need to be each person succeeding. Oh, that's good. It can be one person succeeding for the party. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Then in that case, I think what I would love to do is see if I could take nugget stick and then pole vault my way to the top of a bone pile with my spry intuition and on the way up if i can Mm. if i don't make it all the way up i can like kind of like springboard off of bouncy bones all the way to the top and then cut my way through okay i I also have a 30 foot rope on me so you should take that width and then we can climb Ooh, i'm just taking all of nugget's things yep now in order to do this uh you are still going to need to do the it's your specialty move Mm -hmm. um so you can pick one of those prompts to describe uh and because all of them have been taken you either have to spend one flail point to do this or 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 subtract two gold from your successful gold uh in order to when we failed earlier, we both got a flail point. Yes, right? you should get okay. those flail points. I think points from I had two. So you should have two, and I should have two. Yeah, I think I will spend more gold. Mm, so spending two of your precious life's gold. <coughs> Are you eating the gold? No, I'm very sick. I've had emphysema my whole life. I'm 50. But I look like I'm 12. Anyway. <laughs> you're 50. And your father probably just died of old age. Anyway. You 
just got stabbed on a tooth. I'm 50 in my brain. <laughs> I just made Zach mass laugh in real life. <laughs> uh, no, the answer is I'm 12 years old, but I'm a sick and sprightly child. I'm going to take Nugget's stick and hit uh, and their uh, rope, and I'm going to try and pull all my way to the top. Well, because uh, spinning and jumping are in your specialty, mm-hmm. uh, you manage to pole vault your way on top of this large pile of bones. Uh, you are standing up there, and you can see in the faint light of this room as the mutants have now relit uh, their torchlights, uh, your companions staring up at you in awe. You feel proud of yourself if uh, the pain in your lungs wasn't so <laughs> severe. So my question now, Liz, uh, is cutting things in your specialty? Of course it's not. Well, then it means in order to continue trying to escape this room, uh, which I'm assuming you're trying to do, you'll have to do something that's not your thing at all. What about your incisive wit? That's not a specialty at all. (laughs) I mean, you could make cutting remarks (laughs) against... I, that's still the news. Oh, I guess. Uh, uh, I could try and... Uh, <laughs> oh, this, this is putting a lot on me. Um, uh, I What I do have in my uh, equipment is a leaking hourglass. It's an hourglass that's been full of sand. And I, I haven't told anyone, but it's cursed. <gasps> And once all the sand leaks out of the hourglass, that's when I pass away. <laughs> it was oh, cursed no. by a witch. But if I break it, I could use... I didn't want to use the... That's why I was suggesting <laughs> using the bottle before. Because if I could just cut through, then that doesn't mean I have to break my hourglass. But since I'm the only one up here... <laughs> I mean, you did pole vault up. You do have access to, because you combined so many things, I think it could give you a plus one to like use the pole. And so I don't have to break my hourglass that holds my life force. <laughs> I, I really love that you have that. I mean, you would have taken the bottle with you, I think. I had, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So I break Zach's bottle. <laughs> Yeah, well, Zach's bottle is broken, I believe, uh, yes. earlier by Oh, yeah, nugget. yeah, yeah. It's already, yeah. So Nugget's already, already yeah. sort of like so fashioned these jagged edges onto the pole. Uh, uh, and, okay, so I'm taking Nugget's uh, mm-hmm. cut glass, and I say, uh, here, t- uh, here, I hope this is, I hope you like slice of life humor. Shink, shink, shink. So you uh, flail around at the the ceiling above you, that fleshy ceiling, uh, and blood starts to pour down. But as you guys mentioned earlier, uh, Kropagor's blood is like slightly acidic. Oh, Um, no! no. So how do you guys, uh, uh, or how are you planning on avoiding the acid blood raining down from the ceiling? Oh, I don't at all. With your various specialties. (laughs) Not in the slightest. I'm right there. Um, you've got half ooh. of my stuff, so I don't know what I can. I think of all. I, uh, I I I have a okay. I have a pen and a journal. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to take the the inkwell, which is very basic, <laughs> and I'm going Ugh. to uh, uh, pour it, uh, rub it all over my body, <laughs> so that when the blood hits me, uh, the pH levels balance out. Ooh. <laughs> Well, I think this counts as interweaving a previously established thing about the setting into uh, one of your actions, which will reward you with a flail point. Oh. You'll be able to, you'll be able to grab that. Um, okay, great. And so I guess, does this fall into knowing languages? And I don't feel no, that it, it does. doesn't. Which means... Which means that you are now rolling for your success. Um, but because you guys are combining uh, multiple elements there, the roll for your success is going to be plus one. And Liz, I think you still need to roll uh, in order to cut through. Successfully uh, cut the, yeah. And it does cost two flail points for the privilege um, of attempting something. Now I'm is, at zero? Now you're at zero. Wait, so I spent zero. two gold to be able to... Two two flail two. points. Two flail points. No, You're, but before I spent two to get oh what? up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was to get up there. That was to do something that was in your wheelhouse. No, but like the thing that was outside of my wheelhouse was cutting. Now, and the thing that's outside your wheelhouse is cutting, and for that you are spending two flail points. No, I spent two gold on that. You spent two gold on the thing that you were good at, jumping on top of a bone pile. And now you're spending two flail points. Otherwise, it would have been one flail point that you would have spent to do the thing that you were good at. Which is once again jumping on bone piles after coming in the suck hole. I would like the one shot populace to keep track, and uh, I think that was wrong. But no, nope, it is. Also, it is. It is right. It is right. Uh, doing stuff that is your specialty now because we've all. I thought used... I were already taking things off. I have eight gold and zero flail points. Uh, since I gave my. Essentially, all of my equipment. Can we count that as giving aid? Uh, if you would like to do that, yes. Yes. Um, so that that is an additional plus one. So uh, I need you guys to roll. Wow, I wonder where you'd find dice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this giant vase full of one-shot dice. One-shot brand dice available at a local merchandise store near you. Two. Two. That was Ooh, three. one of the things that you needed to roll in order to fail. No! It was literally uh. anything higher than two would have done it. Everything was bad. So, um, Even with the plus? Yeah, because Liz got a plus for the equipment and got a plus um, for your aid. Uh, Liz needed a five or a six to begin with. That two... <sighs> Lowered it down to anything above two would have done it. <clears throat> Unfortunately, that, that that is a failure. But uh, Zach's wild plan of what is your character's name again? Uh, Lancer Wichita MFA. Yeah, that's right. Lancer's. <laughs> I wonder how we forgot that. I got to write that one down. Lancer Wichita MFA. Uh, so What's the MFA stand for? <laughs> Master of Fine Alchemy. Oh, well, that that's actually sensible. Okay, well, bye. <laughs> so Lancer's uh, wild plan of... What, what what were you doing again to avoid this acid? Oh, I, uh, t- I took the ink... 
the inkwell from mm-hmm. my pen and journal. The inkwell. And uh, because the ink was very basic from mm-hmm. a pH level. That's so right. And I rubbed it all over my body so that when the acid hits me, it balances out the pH level at, to a neutral pH. So Lancer uh, rubbed himself up in ink powder. <laughs> Cool, great. Um, cool, great. And as as gouts of acid were coming down from the ceiling uh, to wash over everyone, Lancer jumped in the way, ab- absorbing uh, that acid with, with his basic body, preventing <laughs> preventing tragedy. Um, so that is a successful uh, doing something that is not his thing at all. However, on a four or below, oh boy, <laughs> oh, no. Wait, so I'm still up on the colon roof, Mm -hmm. just covered in blood. Didn't cut through. Didn't successfully cut through. So I'm just... (laughs) And now I'm going to see if you even lived through this situation. Oh! 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 Oh, no. Oh, Liz! (laughs) I've got... I have terrible news. Well, Lancer's plan of covering himself in bases to prevent himself from suffering acid damage and also saving Nugget at the same time uh, seemed to really work out for him. Uh, Your failure ended up costing you 10 gold. (laughs) Oh, no. no. I feel like the math is wrong. I feel (laughs) I mean... The math checks out. So the... In order to, at the beginning of uh, when you guys entered the room, I rolled a six on my die. Okay. Meaning this is the most dangerous possible room okay, that cool. you could have gotten, yeah. that you could have gone through. So far, the successful checks that you've had were understanding the language of these mutants, yes. um, getting to the top of that bone pile, okay. and now Zach's uh, or Lance's plan of covering himself in ink Everything to avoid that. So the. Unfortunately, your thing that wasn't in your wheelhouse of cutting failed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why it cost hey, you hey, so hey, many hey. resources to do. And unfortunately, that ended up murdering you. So the thing that I am going to ask of you is what happens to okay. Lawrence? I'm going to move away from my... <laughs> and... Sorry, I used all the ink. I could have put it in a bottle to give to you. My bones! I can feel everything! And I think the acid washes uh, Lawrence down the bone pile and you can hear the screams fade off elsewhere in the colon. James's dog just walked over because he's concerned about Liz. Lawrence, Lawrence uh, washes away um, elsewhere in the colon, maybe never to be heard or seen again. Um, no, no. I was going to adopt him and raise him as my own. Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Runaway Hirelings. In the meantime, be sure to join us for our programs on Twitch. Coming up this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, we have the A Woman with Hollow Eyes debrief session. We'll be talking about behind-the-scenes decisions we made for our characters and Darcy made as GM, some of our favorite moments throughout A Woman with Hollow Eyes, and our favorite things about the Invisible Sun role-playing system. 
Then on Thursday at 7 p.m., we'll have a new episode of TPK with JPC. They've just added their stream interactivity rules, and it is going to get amazing. Also, our events for Gen Con are now open for registration. If you're going to Gen Con and you want to see some one-shot personalities and some one-shot shows while you're there, head to bit.ly slash osngencon. That's all lowercase on osngencon. There, you'll find a full list of all of our events along with links to all of the event pages. One-shot events tend to sell out, so be sure that you register for the events as soon as possible. Remember, even if an event does sell out, you can always show up with generic tickets in hopes that we can squeeze you in the room. If you're looking for more great actual play, you should check out Warda. Warda is an original fantasy actual play podcast created by Ali Grauer and Drew Merzieski. It's one part Game of Thrones, two parts Downton Abbey, served on the rocks with a twist of Agatha Christie. Discover magic, mystery, and more than a little sociopolitical commentary along the way. The city holds thousands of stories. What will yours be? As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week, I'm going to be talking about net neutrality again. As most of you probably know, the FCC recently decided to roll back Title II protections for net neutrality. This isn't good for businesses both big and small, unless you're a gigantic telecom company, and the impact that it could have on the individual citizen isn't great either. Thankfully, it is still possible for Congress to overturn the FCC's decision through legislation. And even if we aren't able to accomplish something nationally, it's still possible to secure net neutrality protections on a state level. To put any of those protections in place, legislators need to hear public support, which means they need you to call your representatives. And when I call my reps, I go to fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There, you can find summaries for issues like these, along with contact information for your representatives and a script to read while you're on the phone to make sure you get your message across. Calling is quick, easy, and it can have a huge impact on important issues like this. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.